What is up, defects? Monday night, 9 p.m., we almost started on time. It's been pre That's pretty good. I feel like we've been a lot later recently than usual. We're trying to get back on track, but it is good to see you guys. It's good to see all you guys in the chat. Good to see my two brothers here with me. Let me say what up to Guy Forge first. What's up, brother? What is up, uh, Monday night? We're back. We're in full effect. All of us, Jay. I love. I love the new setup. Love the new setup. It looks the like he's like highlighted. Special. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> What's going on, back. guys? I had to come back and switch it up, dude. What's up, Jay? What's doing? What is up, guys? Monday night, nine oh four. Only four minutes late tonight. A lot to talk about. Comic book stuff. I'm excited, man. I'm excited. So we we um. So we've had a show with the three of us, but uh, we had low on with us. And we had a lot of technical difficulties. So that was a little bumpy. Last week, Jay was out. I was out. Guy held it down with Gary and Erod. Thanks to those guys. Great show. But this is like the first time the three of us are back full, you know, like no technical difficulties, just us three in a long time, right? Since like November. So this is... This is good. So this is like, and I feel like this is a good, we're going to do a cool topic and it's going to kind of branch out into all other shit. So I think that was a, a perfect time. That was a perfect show to kind of like make the full first full return. You know, let's talk about the cameo versus the first full, like this is the first full return, right? That's, that's how I'm seeing it. This is like 181. Two weeks Ooh. ago, that was like Hulk 180. This is like 181. All right. Uh, well, I, I listen, I wouldn't mind a second appearance from love. <laughs> well, we're lie. working on it we're working on <laughs> it we're gonna make it happen for you guys um so I, would, I think we're just gonna get right into it unless you guys want to talk about some i know we got to talk about the sponsors but anything we got to hit on before we start the show boys now we're we'll just King Kong. we'll get into the statues i know we got something going on with aegis we we got a lot to talk about we got a lot to talk no news tonight right not a lot Not of news. news. I mean, you had something that was pretty good, so maybe I'll try to find the picture. On oh that. yes, please do, please do. <laughs> All right, let's let's hit the sponsors up and then let's get into this shit. First up, guys, the pressers presser. Let me start by saying this guy won't destroy your books and won't try to steal your customers. Erod two one two at Express Comic Book <laughs> Pressing for all your pressing and cleaning needs. Defects ten gets you ten percent off. One of the most trusted. In the community, guys. So tell Erod we sent you. And also check him out on YouTube for some comic wisdom. And next up, we got everybody's favorite beaver. Mutant Beaver Comics. Defects 10 gets you 10% off. One of the world's largest online retailers for exclusive variants. Shipping worldwide. That's right, worldwide. So tell Patented. Ah, Patented B-Man the Defects sent you. I got tongue-tied there. Jay was in like the bottom of Jay was in like the bottom of the ninth on a no hitter with like Yo, one bro, out. I was running out of breath, bro. I was running out of breath. <laughs> oh god! Somebody asked, "Who's out here stealing books?" Listen, it won't matter because you're never going to use them because you're just going to use Erod. So don't you we you know don't worry about it. Just use Erod and you'll be okay. Oh, no one's stealing books. <laughs> Defects ten. Uh, good to see the chat. Good to see the chat. What, what's what's the sauce saying, guy? The sauce is throwing some uh, questions out there. He said, I need your help. Did my first Comic-Con trade, and I feel I made a mistake. What's your advice? Let us I, know I, the, I think let us go, know to the Jay, books. go to Jay on this one. Yeah, we, we need to know what the mistake was, and maybe we can 
we could try to help you. Yeah, somewhere let us show, let yeah. us know the mistake while former Trout starts to show off. You know, usually he comes in at the end and just says thank you for everything. But my dude starts to show off right that the thirty dollar Canadian dollars. Hell yeah, great to see the three amigos back together, uh, kicking it. Uh, El, Gu- El Guapo's butt. I like that. We're like whores over here. We usually we're used to getting the, the the cash after we finish. You know, a little cigarette, a little cash, and we go Ooh. out the door. But tonight we've been doing it so good, we get it before we even start. There we you know go. what I mean? <laughs> Trout always hooks this up. Thank you, brother. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Let's give him a little. Let's give him a little Eva. Let's start off the show with a little bit of Eva. Make it rain on me, defects. Feel the click. It's gonna be raining the night of King Kong. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, so we did this a few weeks back, and not uh, probably about two months ago now. We did a uh, a wizard show, right? We we took a we grabbed an old wizard and we looked up some books. So we we figured let's do something like people really liked it. We said let's do something similar to that. Pull pull out the old wizard. You know, if you saw, you know, some of the clips from Jay at King Kong, you'll know what you're talking about there. He had a wizard bless him. I don't know if it worked, but it worked. <laughs> but we will uh, we're going to take some of the recent spec and we're going to kind of look it up from 30 years ago. So I went back. I found the February 1993 wizard and we got some pages from that. We got some cool articles out of there that we each kind of looked at. So we're going to touch on those and we're going to look up some pricing and then we're going to compare it to some some. Some modern day pricing, and we're gonna just see where it takes us. What do you think? You good? Sounds good. Good to go. All right, let me bring up the wizard. The wizard. The wizard. Yo, dude, how awesome was it seeing a wizard at your comic book shop or your newsstand or wherever you bought comics back in the day? The wizards were dope, dude. It was something to read, and no matter what, every week or I'm sorry, every month it would come out. I would always check my books to see if they went up at all, dude. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, it, it was great. All right, so we're on the side. Let me see if I can make this thing full screen. What do we got here? Oh, nope. Can do it. Ah. So I'm quick. In the, in the comments, what's the, what's the hotkey for uh, full screen on uh, Chrome? I know, I know one of you nerds now. There you go. What is it? I'm a nerd too, but I just don't know this one. <laughs> While we're waiting for that. So this was a dope cover, right? You had Venom number one coming out this uh, this month. So obviously that was, you know, we had Venom featured on the cover. And this was a really interesting month or time period for comics. Yep. Um, this was right during the, during the uh, what the hell was it? The death of Superman. Yeah. Right. Yep. And you know yep. what's crazy about this issue? There's so much on Valiant. I know we just scrolled by it, but when we go to the top ten of the month for that book, oh, all Jesus. Valiant books, all Valiant and Image, guys. Yep. Yep. At this time, actually, I think it even alludes to it. Well, you so were hitting Valiant, that crazy time. Valiant, Image, and Marvel were ruling the roost for new comics, but especially yep. Valiant, and even back issues. Obviously, it wasn't the books weren't too old. But some of the back issues were at, were really heating up at this point. Um, yeah, Lawnmower Man was in here. That was the big... Uh, there's a whole... You know, it's funny. Yeah, right there. There's a whole article on movie and TV and, and show news, which is so funny because you don't really associate the 90s with that. But it was... 
it was happening back then. It was like a three-page article on that. So, I mean, really cool stuff. We'll, we'll try to get to some of the articles as we go a little further. But let's look up some books, shall we? Who wants to go first, boys? We, we each pick two books. Who wants to go first? I'll go last because I picked... You know I had to pick more than two books. I had to pick books that intermingled, and it makes a ton of sense. You'll see when you get to me. There you go. Joey, Joey, you. Joey this is from February of... Um, what, 1993. What 1993. Yeah, it's, it's number 18. Yep. So let's go. Let's just let me scroll through and get to the price guide here. Right, we're getting there. It's got to load. It's loading. But uh, guy, you want to go first? Sure. And that's great, Marcel. It's, it's a lot of people collected these two. Um, a lot of you know, this was a very collectible thing. All right. While we're, while we're waiting on that guy, what um, uh, what book you want to go first with? It doesn't matter. You pick one. All I right. Started so, off with. Good. Good. I was gonna say, let's go with let's go with what everyone knows. If they had a gun to their head and they say, what were was Guy Forge gonna pick? Transformers, number one. Okay. So nineteen eighty four. Obviously, we wanted to make sure there was some little bit of dust on some of these books, right? That we were gonna look up. Let's see, the wizard load yet? All right, so let's... It's so fun looking through these price guides even back then because it's just like... Not only for the prices, but it's like you just get the meat and potatoes here. Like, think about like if they made this now, how long the price guide would be because there's so many fucking titles out there. Yeah, you know what? I didn't even think about it like that. That's that's crazy, dude. It would just have to be strictly for major keys. Right, because like this is like a lot of key... I mean, not a lot of the published books are in here stuff that you probably have never even heard of so like it wasn't and there wasn't a lot of fluff so that that's that's to me that's what stands out the most when i look through the price guide is just the number of titles compared to the number of titles that happened from like this point forward right all right jay let's... marvel marvel truth said um he sent you a, a dollar for your uh tattoo phone <laughs> Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. That's going to so, get you about half a second of ink. Put it to, I'll put that towards the next one. There you go. There you go. All right. So where is Transformers but, there? Dude, how, how much cooler and how much better is it flipping through actual paper and pages looking at the price guide as opposed to pulling it up? And no knock on cover price or anything like that and and gpa but it's just so much better when you could just flip through and just take a look at everything and just scroll through with all cool articles in it dude i missed it they got to bring the wizard back dude yeah man well, I, would... I think it i think it gives you like that nostalgic feeling yeah you know what i'm saying because you used to do it you used to do it and you used to feel like you wanted to find your book and <laughs> and if your book was three figures you were happy <laughs> Yeah, like, it was like... not, but just looking at like the t this was from February, so they have the top ten from December on there, and they have yep. the top ten from January on there, and you don't get that no more. You know, yeah. you get some cornball telling you it's hot, but you could go back and look at your own stuff based on sales and stuff. So, wizards, death, bring back the wizard, or bring someone back... make a price guide. Well, it's funny because I think when we were on guy last time with McClay and Jay, I don't think you were here. He was talking about that somebody owned it for a while and they were trying to kind of resurrect it. Somebody still has, obviously, somebody has the rights to it still. Yeah. They were trying to bring it back uh, maybe 10 or 15 years ago and it kind of just died on the vine. So they tried, but... So let's see. Transformers, number one. I was actually kind of surprised that this was only a $2 book 
at the time. Um, I was a little surprised by that. So maybe, I mean, obviously we know nostalgia kind of kicked this thing into gear. You know, if we, if we start sure. looking now, you know, and, and obviously the price guide, they usually just go by like a higher, higher grade value. Obviously there was no CGC back then. So they were just kind of looking at a, did, a, a good condition book, you know? See that this is where my question comes in because obviously I don't know the answer. When, when did CGC and when did grading actually start? Jay, do you know the exact year for CGC? I think I want to say 2002 for some reason, but I that's wow. I don't, I, I'm probably absolutely wrong, but for some reason that year sticks out in my head. I'm, Anybody I'm in the chat sure know? That's... Yeah, somebody in the chat's got to know. Uh, January? No, that's not right. I feel like that's a thing Otto would know. That could be something Otto knows. 2000, Emerald Knight knows. Yep, there you go. All right, there you go. So yeah, so this is uh, seven years prior to that. So, um, so they didn't really go. They just kind of went by. You know, when Jay and I were talking about this today, he's like, "These are these prices just this is just for like." And they didn't even have like a. I guess they kind of had like a, a little bit of a grading system, but it wasn't to what we know it to today. So these are just mm -hmm. like a book in very good condition, right? So obviously, we know now this this book has had its ups and downs and different prints and different. You know, labels in the bottom left-hand corner are going to mean one, you know, whether your book's one way or another. But it's just pretty crazy that this was a $2 book 10 yeah. years after it came out, right? And, and look, the, number three was basically the same price because Spider-Man was in it. <laughs> yeah, so, you know what? When when you pull up to GPA, Matt, I, wanna, yeah. I think up until about four years ago that was a pretty like cheap book 30 well that's what that's what i want to see i mean that's actually that's like the last piece of the puzzle right let's see it's from 19 i thought it was 84 yeah it had to be right this is saying 85 maybe it was like one of those 84 85 published versus release let's see if this is it sometimes it's hard to tell on uh eh, that doesn't seem right <clears throat> that's not it that ain't it let's see let's keep scrolling that's the one thing i hate about gpa sometimes you get just too much you get too many choices yeah let's what, see. what was last sale on this three four hundred and a nine eight there it is here we go all right let's get some data on uh transformers one in a 9.8. Let's go to the 9.8. I'm sure they're going to separate it out by the different categories, but just the straight, strictly first print 9.8, I think they separated it out. But yeah, I mean, Jay was right. Cause like, I mean, it's still kind of pricey back then. You know, there's two, you know, this is from 2013. It was a $230 average sale. You know, if you go back to, let's see, 2010 is when things started popping off again a little bit. Yeah, you were below 200. And it just kind of st steadily increased into the threes and blah, blah, blah. And then obviously we know 2020 is when Pull this thing up. really jumped. Yep. Sure. It, you know, quadrupled in price, basically in a matter of like two months. Um, that was probably when there was, obviously we had a lot of hype. There was talk about them reviving it and, and IP changing hands and this and that. And then plummeted and then right, marched right back up. And now it's marching right back down. But last sale, like Jay was saying, is still fifteen hundred dollars, guy. Wow, that's that's crazy, Ooh. man. 
Look I don't know. Would you pay $1,500 for a 9.8 in Transformers 1, dude? I don't know, man. <sighs> even, even I wouldn't. Yeah, you know, twenty twenty five hundred on the newsstand. No, when I pay fifteen, well, you gotta ask yourself this: if it's a book you want, it, is it a book I want or is it a book I'm trying to flip? Right? Because now it's going to determine the two different reasons. Now, if it's a book yeah. I just want for my collection, and I'm a huge Transformers fan, I'm gonna want I'm gonna want it in a nine eight. Am I gonna try to grind it out from a raw copy, try to get into a nine eight, or I'm gonna just try to jump myself right into a nine eight? I mean, I think I would still be looking for a little bit of the bottom, because I don't know if I don't know if we're, what, what, I don't what's know the if we're there yet. A, what's the price on a 9.6? Let's see what the disparity is. It's a good call. It's a big jump. It's a yeah, five-time marker. Yeah. Wow. I, I, me, if I'm a big fan of Transformers, there's no way I'm dropping fifteen hundred on this book. The 9.6, that something still, I wouldn't buy Transformers number one. But if I did want it for my PC. You might have to go nine six there, guys, if it's gonna stay in your PC, you know. Yeah, and these especially for that. These both just recently sold. I mean, I feel like the thousand dollar mark is kind of. I think I don't think it's. I see it going lower than a thousand, but I could be wrong. Um, like Supreme it, says, there's always GoBots number one, dude. Yeah, there you go. There's, there's <laughs> I other like ways. GoBots. What's there's wrong other with ways, GoBots? There's yeah. other ways to get your fix, right? <laughs> All right, so let's go to the second book. This was a good pick by a guy. Something that I didn't really think about. Um, oh, we'll do both out. mine. All right, good. Yeah, we'll do we'll do both yours. Yeah, get it out of the way. Go you ahead. know, let's let's get let's hear what you have to say. Tell us what your second book is. Why'd you pick it? What's the deal? What Why is it? I that? Fumble around, try to find it. Oh, is that Hulk one seventy one? Is that what I told two, you? Two, two, two. One seventy two. Two seventy one. Two seventy one. There you go. I knew what great. it was. You were never great Something with like numbers. Nah, that. No, numbers aren't my thing. Yeah, 271. That's the uh, first appearance of that, that little raccoon, that little shit. So, so second second appearance, but first appearance of First Layla. appearance, uh, yeah. First appearance in a comic, right? In, in Marvel continuity Correct. comic book, right? What was it? Uh, Sat Satana Magazine, right? Uh, no, it was Marvel Premiere 7, I think. What, but it was okay, the Satana, Satana cover. Yep. Satana cover, right? But you, you it, got you got double spec with this because you got Layla who's in the movie. Yep. So you know. But how crazy that is this? Not like it as much as Rocket, but you know it's kind of like uh, no, it's getting Joker and Harley Quinn both in the same book almost, right? <laughs> Fucking three dollar book. Three dollars, dude. Back then, you know, and again, that's where we, that's where it comes into the, the, that character was non-existent on anyone's radar. Yep, and, and I'm interested. Bet. I'm interested to see the GPA on this too. To see Me how too. much, it, how how low it was before the Guardians one movie. To see before, yeah, know, that's Rocket a good. Wasn't on like guys said on people's radar. Very correct. Low key character. Well, all the Guardians, right? Yep. Yeah. We talked about that. We talked about how yes. they were. They, I mean, we we mentioned how these characters kind of came out of nowhere and just became household names, right? Yeah. Yep. And that original Guardians team was so much different from what they did. Oh, in the yeah. Movies. Big yeah. time, you know? Remember the cover that, of the book? Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Listen, listen. That, we can call that for what it is. That that movie itself is in our top two, I think, for all of us on on this panel. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and I'll tell you, like, it's crazy to say that, like, out of all the Guardians, like, they, they, they picked the right team. Yeah, they picked They really they did. They made it work. 
When did the, uh, I'm trying to, I don't remember the year. I just wanted to remember the year on the movie. 2014. Okay. So that makes complete sense. Cause look, this was literally a, a just a nothing book. Nope. I, I'm sure somewhere there was a gap, there was a, a gap in sales from 2009 to 2012. There was, I mean, I'm sure there were sales, but there's just no reported sales. Um, and that's probably when there was rumors of this coming. And that's when you started to see it jump over a hundred dollars. And then this is a nine, six, but I, I figured let's not do the nine, eight. Cause probably a little bit more rare, you know, right into the two fifty range movie comes out. It goes to three sixty, kind of hangs around a little bit. That's, that's, that's pretty long staying power. That's a full year that the book kind of stayed hot. And if, if anything, it actually went up over that year. Um, and then it settled. And it was around the 200, 250, 300. And, it, you know, there's a couple peaks and valleys. And then uh, in 2021, again, along with everything else around that April time period, it jumped to $600. And then again, it's kind of, it's come back to life, but it doesn't seem like it dropped sharply as sharply as, as everything else, guy. And it's probably because every, uh, people think that this third installment really revolves around him. Mm-hmm. And you know what's crazy? So you got rocket that first appeared in the magazine right which is probably the money book i'm sure it goes for more than the sure the comic but the same with star lord you had star lord first come out in the magazine edition and then you know his his first appearance in actual marvel continuity and in comic books is so much cheaper than than the marvel premiere you know but it's that's that's pretty cool they both started off in magazine covers i didn't even think about that that's good um, so I see se sequential geeks say not wizard, no hype machines. Well, it's funny because there's an article in here. So maybe, maybe before doing the next set of books, we're going to look at an article. So sure. I know we all kind of picked Jay. I know you looked at the top 100. I get guy. I know you were looking at a survey and I kind of looked at, you know, my eyes always go straight to the market watch and I, and I, Jay, I'm sure you read this article too. Um, Let's see. So this was really interesting. It just, that made me think of this article. So uh, I'm not sure if you guys can see it, but I'll kind of read, I'll skim through it. So the market watch goes on to say, DC Comics is without a doubt the biggest news this month, thanks to the death of Earth's mightiest hero. The event chronicled in the pages of the now infamous Superman 75, which by the way, also happens to be the best-selling Superman book of all time. Rough figures place it in the two and a half to three million dollar seller range. Crazy. When it was first announced six months ago that DC was going to axe Superman, the fans reacted by saying, oh, sure, they'll kill him off for a couple issues, then they'll bring him back. Okay, uh, blah, blah, blah. The result, a book that's going nuts in the secondary market, the price is so volatile that on the date of its release, some on the date of its release, some stores were fetching as high as 35 to 40 dollars a copy. Oof. So this, is, this isn't like a new issue. Like this has been happening for as long as time, right? Was this dramatic uh, increase, in, in, oh, sorry, increase in price due to the flock of comic collectors beating down the doors? No, it was because of the media attention surrounding this historic, though temporary event. The, the non-comic book buying public was worked into a frenzy over this death issue by the media. And when the book finally hit the stands, they had to own it, no matter what the cost. Store owners realized this, and they, an uneducated consumer, right, the new buyers, 
along with their wallets, got raked over the coals. This shouldn't come as a, as much of a surprise as similar hype books, Batman 428, Superman 50, and Alpha Flight number 106. Uh, so you got Alpha Flight 106 was like, I think they one of the, a character came out as gay, I believe. That was the hype. Superman 50 had to do with a crossover with Fantastic Four. I think it was like... Um, fuck. Impossible Man or Molecule Man? Somebody in the comments might know. He and the storyline was like taken from uh, from his first issue. Right out of Fantastic Four. So that's why that was a big deal. And then Batman 428 is... Um, what is that, Jay? Fucking uh, Scarecrow, is it? Was that first Scarecrow? I don't, I'm not. I'm not good with Batman. With the Batman, yeah, me neither. Who, I, I mean, will tell you this though. At, at that time, I was working at a comic book shop after school, and I would bag and board and like put sports cards in order and box all that stuff up. And the people that came into that shop for that Death of Superman was insane. And just like it says, crazy, in the right? It was on the news. I remember watching it as a kid all over. And people, like you got so many different varieties of people coming into the comic shop. Whether it was a businessman or a blue collar guy. Everybody was grabbing multiple copies of that book. And look where it is now, right? Heavily overprinted like everything else in the 90s. And a book you could probably still find in dollar bins, polybagged and everything. Dusty and polybagged. Thank you. Death of Robin. Yep, four twenty-eight. Well, you don't want my. You don't want my fifteen copies. I was about to say, guy, how many of those do you have unopened and I, I different had, colors? I still had when we were going through my stuff last year, Matt. I think we opened up about eight of them that were still polybagged. Oh yeah, because you were like, dude, just open them. It, it, it's not. I was like, no, <laughs> we have to keep them closed. You got to keep them closed. <laughs> I don't know. So, but what's funny, I mean, this is a cool article because it is, this was one of the biggest hype machines of the 90s. And this was the early 90s. But it just goes to show, like, this author is annoyed because of the hype that gets driven behind these books that they know. And he goes on to say, where does he say it? Uh, After all the hype died down and the 24-hour comic fans vanished from the stores, the prices of these hot books inexorably began their journey down the price chart. That's to be expected. Anyone who falls for that overhype deserves a slap in the face to wake them up. Something they're sure to get whenever they check on their $35 copy of Superman 75. The one that's somewhere down the line will be selling for a whopping nine clamps. Wow. So, <laughs> How's that for telling the future? So, I mean, this, this isn't a new thing, right? Like this what? happened then. It happened before that. It happened after that. It's going to keep happening. It's going to keep right? happening. But from a DC point of view, it's a great business move. And I say so because you had the death of Superman and then you had the rebirth of the other Supermans, which they included a character based off Shaq. So then you had all these sports fans coming to buy this book. Yeah, based on the Man of Steel. And it was at that time, Shaq was huge in basketball. You know what I mean? Everybody was grabbing his cards. And not only that, they grabbed the comics too. So... DC was doing their thing back then, man. They might have to take go back to the archives and start looking up how to sell books again, dude. Just, just start killing characters. But you know what? I mean, for everything that we have to say about events like this and about things that get overhyped is we have to remember that it does help make the, make the hobby bigger. Right. In a way, because sure, there's people that are going to get ripped off. There's people that are going to, you know, they always say a fool is money or, or a part is shortly. Right. 
However, it does bring in people that end up sticking around, right? And they, they become important parts of the community. So uh, you can't always say, you got to, let's put it this way. These aren't going to go away, right? The, things like this aren't going to go away. So if you have to take a silver lining, which that's your only option, because we can't eradicate something like this. So you have to take a silver lining. Is that maybe out of the hype, you do get in some new collectors that become more versed in these things and realize they made a mistake, but then hang out in the in the hobby and continue to 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 collect in a smarter manner, right? See, I'm trying to be Matt, positive tonight. Matt was the <laughs> angel on the shoulder. I'm gonna be the devil. I'm gonna say fuck those people because those are the people that drive prices up. It's the same thing that happened here that happened during COVID. Everybody wanted the death of Superman that weren't comic book fans because they seen it on the news to go buy as many copies as possible, which jacked the prices up. Like people said in the chat, they were getting $100 a copy back then in their LCS. Fuck those people. I'm glad those people got burnt because you know why? They drove the prices up for all of us watching here and all of us that actually collect comics for whatever reason, covers, reading. So... Fuck those people that just wanted to make a quick buck. I hope they're still not around. I Jay, hope you're telling them. Wait a minute, Jay. You're I don't telling know if they me... were making a quick buck though either. I think they were just buying the book. No, wait, wait. they were buying those people. You they were buying the book to to send their kids to college. hundred percent. There was people. There was ordinary people with diamond accounts back then, ordering a hundred wow. copies of these things. All right. Yep. Wow. But you're telling me, Jay, that you've never bought a book for more money than you should have after you looked back on it. Oh, yeah, but of course, but me being in the hobby and me being a comic book collector, you get burnt every once in a while. I'm talking about people that are just coming in to grab a certain book and then leaving, buying it as an investment. Oh, if you're, if you're talking about a, a person that literally wanted nothing to do with the hobby at all, period, right. came in just to make a buck on that book, then sure. Yeah, but somebody that came in as a new comic collector... Or, or that led them into comic collecting and bought them at an inflated price, not to make a buck, but just because they thought that that was the right thing to do. I see what you're saying. The two, one that literally never had any, any, any interest in, in the hobby at all. Sure, I get that. I get oh, that. that. And, and there was that, a lot that, of that. There yeah, was a lot. That's of that. why it, there was millions of copies sold to people that just say, said, you know what? Oh, this is the death of Superman. You know. And back then, even we didn't know, okay, they're killing off a character It made major news. Listen, do we all think he was coming back? Yeah, but back then, I was like 11, 12 years old. Who yeah. knew? It was you the biggest know. thing. You know <laughs> what I mean? Uh, speaking, of, speaking of making a buck, how about making five bucks? Uh, Wayne Watts comes in and says, uh, too bad that the Superman didn't have his rookie card in the poly. Everyone could get their money back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yes, Otto sir. said they're still sitting on them. Yep. A hundred percent still sitting on them. Look at this share. Look at the pie chart for share of comic books uh, this month. So Marvel leading the way, usual, but Valiant, Dark Horse, and Malibu. Malibu, wow. Sitting there right after DC, which is crazy. The Dark Horse stuff, I didn't, you know, this was like a big uh, Star Wars event that was happening. With, and those books were going for a premium every week. And I was reading an article on that here too. Like every week. That book would sell for two or three dollars, and the next week it'd be five dollars, and the next week it'd be ten dollars. Those because there wasn't a lot of them, so people were really into those. Wow. Um, so that was my article. So I know Jay said you wanted to go last, so I'll do my books. All right, and then maybe we'll do. Uh, 
Maybe we we'll got to check out those top 100 and top 10 books. That's what I was going to say. Maybe we'll do my time. books, and then we'll check the top. Yep. And then we'll do your books, and then we'll do Guy's, guy's uh, survey. Unless, Guy, you had something else, too. Then, obviously, whatever we want, we can look at at the end. Yeah. I, I had two things. Whatever whatever you guys got. Okay, to. perfect. We'll do two. We're going to do two. Utah. Do two. Give me two. Two times. If you know, if you know what that's from, right Utah. in the chat. Utah. Give me two. I think I, I think I gave it away, but come on. Yeah, that's fine. All right. So we all tried to pick books that were kind of relevant. Um, I picked books that are probably not going to show up as $5, but I'm curious to see what they'll show up as. So Fantastic Four, number 19. You knew I had to go Fantastic Four, right? Somehow I was going to work them in. Uh, first appearance, Ramatut. So... No spoilers in the in the chat. None of us have seen. There you go, Wayne Watts. Good to see you, by the way. None of us have seen Quantumania. I feel like this is the first time that none of us have seen a Marvel movie after the first week. I'm is rubbing that... off on you guys. Yeah, this is bad. <laughs> this is bad. You suck, bro. This I'm rubbing bad. off on you guys. Now, all, all I mean, full disclosure, we were supposed to go. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> we were supposed to go. We it wasn't a, it wasn't a, a choice not to go. We we were supposed to go and, and plans. Yeah, I wasn't feeling great, so we couldn't go. But uh, so we want you know, I don't know what happened with Kang and the variants, and I, I think Jay's books have some some similar stuff to do with this as well. But I wanted to pick a variant of Kang. So um, first Ramatut, we know big book Jack Kirby, two hundred and twenty five dollars. And just for like a reference point, like let's see what else is going in that range in this series. I mean, you could see Red Ghost 275, The Mad Thinker 225, Molecule Man, Super Scroll. Uh, that makes sense because this was Impossible Man. Impossible Man is number 11. Brolo's back. I love Brolo. Brolo, yeah, I got I something to send you. You're going to like it. What do we got? <laughs> Groundbreaking yeah, episode. Brolo. I don't know whether to take a nap or go back off myself. <laughs> it could be worse, Brolo. It could be worse. That is true. Oh, that's great. So this happened, This, you know, now I'm just thinking out loud here. This happened right around Secret Wars, right? Uh, I mean, not, not right around Secret Wars, but not too long after that, you know, less than 10 years. So I was looking where Impossible Man was, and that is $320 compared to Rama Tuppy in $225. So it's just like a reference point. So let's check out what's going on with uh, Ramatut these days. Don't know if he showed up in Ant-Man as, as somebody or not, but I'll be curious to see what that book's been doing. Fantastic Four. You know it's on my favorites. People flying on airlines are starting to walk out. <laughs> Number 19. What up, Desired? What up, Chinmo? What grade? What grade should we go with? Like a six five? That looks good. Yeah, I think There's... like a six oh is a good grade for that. Six oh six five. It's, six it's, five. Yeah. it's funny, the six oh sold for more than the six seven uh the six five. Maybe it was a white pager. So interesting curve there. Clearly it kind of felt followed the rest of the market, but it looked like there was a little bit of support there because Kang, right? Uh you could see this book was consistently, you know, in the hundreds, Flatline. which Yep, just okay. Book. Yep, but uh, clear we 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 jumped in 2021. Last sale 875. So I mean, if we're really comparing apples to apples, I mean you're probably talking like 
in this 9.4 range, $10,000 versus a $225 book back to, uh, 30 years ago. So that kind of makes sense. But uh, let's see what this, done. what has this done in the last month? Uh, just, it went up in February. Let's see what it did. It's, there was really no sales between then. So it kind of makes sense. The market really kind of started to bottom out in November. December, no sales. January, no sales in this grade, at least. And then increase as Ant-Man got closer. That's a pretty significant jump, actually, too. 700 to 875. That's that's a pretty decent jump. So there you go. Um, looking at history to kind of predict where the future is going. These things continue over time. They're cycles. This isn't like a new thing. You know, the, the spec game, the the hype, the stuff that goes up and down is nothing new. This isn't something that the hobby can't survive. It just needs to correct itself. And I feel like we're getting pretty close. Uh, next book was... I had, to do, I had to do DC. I had to show some love to DC. And I was surprised... God, uh, Jay didn't pick this. You know where I'm going, Jay? Yep. Where am I going? What letter am I going to? Hold on. You are going... I want to say... DC News. Yep, I know. Silver Age book. You're not going first Green Lantern, Silver Age, are you? I mean, that's... I figured you... I mean, we were just talking about it. Yeah, I. you know what? And shout out Showcase to Emil, 22. He, got, he got a great deal on that book. It's so funny, because I was going to pick that Green Lantern book, too. Because I thought you I, were going to pick it. That's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you told me your two books, I was like, I'm surprised you picked Green, Green Lantern. So, as you can see, this is a pricey book even back then, right? $1,900. Um, but this is this is an iconic book, right? I see my Green Lantern fans in the chat. I see you. So, 1900 bucks then. And don't forget, um, that's almost near mint there that they're, they're putting. Exactly. I, I can't even imagine what that goes for. Uh, I can't spell tonight, huh? I can't even imagine what that goes for. Let's see. I think that's right. 22. 22s. I mean, no 9.4s. Look, look at a 9.2. <laughs> 105,000. Yeah. That's crazy. 66,000. I mean, this is a valid... This is a good marker right here because that was before the hype train. This was 2020. Wow. I mean, it's wow, still... Though. I mean. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm, I'm curious to see what the last sale for like one of these high books. Here you go. A 7.5 couple months ago sold for 50000 So So forget about these. These two numbers are way higher. If, if somebody had this and there was only an open market, if a 7.5 sold for a 50, a 9.2 has got to be going for 150 at least. Probably 180. But uh, yeah, that's I mean, to, to get to that, what was it? 1900. 1900. To get to that 1900, you got to be in the. <clears throat> you have to be in the 30. No, lower. No, two lower. five two two oh. One eight. One, you got to be in the one five range. Yeah, I was gonna say probably a point five. Jesus Christ! Wow. What a book, huh? Where's the last sale on this one? Let's see. I'm just curious. I mean, there's obviously not a ton of sales of these right here. Here you go. You've had two two recent sales. Look at that. 
Yeah, I like what Mally says too, man. Problem What's back then was finding these books. No eBay, no internet. Yeah. Basically, mostly <laughs> shows. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Yep. And and no data like we have today. Look look at this. How just that little bit of news that we got just instantly spiked two sales in this grade. Yep. Because there's not that many of these out there. I mean, clearly yeah, one, was, one was one was Chris. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look how many. I mean, there's these numbers under the prices are the are the number of sales in that period. This is 90 day. This is 12 month. So I mean, this is not a lot of sales. Like, like not. Here you go. This this is probably like one of the heaviest ones right here. You know, just up and down. I mean, but still, this was yeah. Strong. I mean, it's geez, these are just the key. These are the kind of the blue chippers that that never. You know, they're never really going to drop too far. So interesting. That's cool. Uh, let's do another article. Jay, what article you want to look at? I like the top the top ten from the two previous months, or you could look at the top one hundred for. All right, I think they're back to back, so we'll do both. Yeah. So no no surprise there on number one. Right. And no That's... surprise there on number two. Two two of the most common books you find that are LCS <laughs> just sitting in bins, and just like Euler said, most of these places have short boxes filled with these books that's this is a this is a case study a lesson for you for the boys and girls that are out there that aren't our every week watchers and view, you know viewers that you gotta you gotta slow down on the fomo yeah that's ninja funk right there you gotta you gotta <laughs> slow down on the fomo sometimes you gotta wait don't what did uh what what, what was his, what's his name who was the fucking coach from the Jets? Uh, you had he was like a very motivational guy. Do you remember his name? Obviously was, not that motivational. No, he was very motivational, and it was he was talking about like Twitter, and he was like, "Don't press in, don't press in." He was a southern, he had a southern accent. Fuck, can't remember his name. Somebody not no, Parcells. It wasn't Parcells. No, it was no. like in the early two thousands. Herm Edwards. Herm Edwards. There you go. Germ Edwards. Herm Edwards. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't press send. He used to say. It's like don't press buy. You know, like yep. you gotta like pump the brakes. It's like Jay said. Both of these books, I literally I'll send it to you for free right now. Like. Yep. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, Look at that. Valiant no surprise. Take, taking over. Look, not a Marvel book yet. We're almost at five. First Bloodshot, right? And this is second. I'm assuming this is second Bloodshot. So you have bloodshot so one first and second bloodshot. <clears throat> it's so funny, like like what what you see and what this is like the original FOMO. <laughs> yep. Look, See, Mikey Stooks Mikey Stooks remembered. Valiant, Valiant six. Valiant right, Shadow seven. Man, Magnus, Magnus, finally spawn. Finally spawn. More bloodshot. <laughs> Yeah, more bloodshot image. And an image. Not, not now in 1993. Not one Marvel book on that top ten, guys. How that's, crazy is that? Oh my god! That, but look at number ten. Look at number ten. Kill yourself. Wildcats oh, too. I love the dude. I love the Wildcats book, dude. That's come on, yeah, I love Jim the, Lee with hologram covers. Yeah, hold on, no, hold on, dude. Jay, Jay. I love the whole long box I have. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's the first appearance of Grifter, bro. That's a good. That's a keeper right there. I think you must have just box. got that from like an old comic shop in the 90s that went out of business and you just carried it out because that's I how many know. they had. I have a whole long box full of those covers, man. Crazy all, though. All that, hologram covers. That was the covers. image 
That was the image takeover right there. The image <clears throat> yeah, guy was. takeover, guys. So here is, like Jay said, the top 100 from December. We'll here's just the go list. over like the, the, the top 10 or 15. Yeah, here's course. the list for December, the countdown of top-selling titles sold as reported by. So I'm assuming this is um, new comics, right? It's got to be. Sure. Yeah, yep. new, By Diamond, Diamond yep. right. So they weren't keeping track of back issues. So Venom number one, you know, yep. we talked about that. He's on the cover. Spawn number eight was on the list. Punisher 2099 number one. I, I, I think I bought that wow. off the rack. Yep. Uh, yeah, tw- Twenty ninety nine comics were big back then. Like yeah, that dude. was something Punisher, I, I always bought. Spider Man, yep. dude, they were awesome books. Pit, Pit was big back then. Wetworks, that's funny. Um, X Men, wait, those covers, those covers were like hologram too, Jay. That's why. Yes, they were. They yes, were yep. and they were textured. I think. Yeah. They were like a cardstock. Uh, yeah, here's Doom twenty ninety nine number two. Um, just I'm jumping around. Man of Steel, Punisher. Wolverine Action Comics. That was interesting. Action Comics is number twenty. Interesting, but look how far like it. You get to number six to get to X Men, and that's that's like the new volume of X Men. It's okay. Uncanny. You you got to go to number seven until you get to Uncanny X Men. Until like an actual like mainstay. That's funny. You got to go that far down the list. So even back then, people were, you know, people were looking for more than just the the old standbys on New Comic Book Day. Yep. Let's go to the bottom half. Green Lantern, Green Arrow, Justice League, Europe. Oh my god. Classic Star Wars, Quasar, Showcase 93 number 2, Eclipso. That's pretty funny. Now, is there any books on that list, Matt, cuz it's so small on my screen that stand up that still held value to this day? We know the Venom one. Let's take a quick look. Um, how funny is that? Incredible Hulk, Future Imperfect. I didn't even know that came out back then. Dude, look wow. how many Punisher books are on that list. There, I, that- it's funny. There was a lot. Of, I noticed that there was a lot of Punisher books on here. I, saw, um, I just saw Darkhold, number five. Did you? Oh, that's number funny. That was the, the Spirits of... Uh, yep. the Sp- uh, Vengeance of Spirits cro- crossover. It's at the bottom, yeah. man. 66, you said? No. 75. Oh, 75. Where is it? Oh, remember the Robin books, dude? The Robin 3s? Uh, I don't see anything that sticks out. Avengers 359. No. Um, that's number 83. Yeah, that's low on the list. Bloodshot number 2, Spider-Man 31. Ravage. Remember Ravage 2099? Yep. yep. Oh, Ghost Harbinger. Rider 34. Oh, Harbinger, <laughs> yeah. I have a whole so, fucking box of that, too. So really nothing... Nothing uh, crazy. Hulk 402? No, that's nothing, right? No. Uh, Ghost Rider yeah, 34? Ghost, yeah, but it's nah. 31, 30, 28 and 31 are the ones. Um, mm. Nothing. That's so funny. Crazy. Batman Adventures number five? Nope. Yeah, not not yet. We weren't there yet. Uh, no, what if? Number 86. Yeah, exactly. The list is so diverse, man. What, what was the other top 10 on there? Uh, so the oh. top 10 here were... This is uh, who's in the top ten by uh, by publisher. So you can see, obviously, Marvel was was still on top, but yep, X Men five. And then here's the oh, this is from the prior year. So year, yep. year uh, I'm sorry, two is years. From... Yes, that, there you go. Yep. So, oh no, this is December. This is the December. Uh, yeah, December ninety two's list. Gotcha. So they're showing you December ninety one's list. So X Men five. Uncanny. X-Men was huge at this point, right? So it's not, not a shocker. 
um warlock and the infinity watch right we're going to talk about that so yeah that's like that's up there x factor 75 that's more uh x-men wolverine 51 so i mean again nothing nothing crazy but it's so it's so funny because i had that ren and stimpy number one the scratch and sniff poly bag yeah there you go oh my god uh can we see what 95 to 100 is i think i showed that already didn't i i'll zoom in for you okay you see it? It's clear, right? You can see it? Wow. Yep. There you go. Ask and you shall receive. That's funny. All right. I think everybody uh, in the world is waiting for their Turoks to explode. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, Jay, let's hit yours up. What do you want to do first? All right. Um, right. I'll go. I did Kang 2, but I kind of compared. I started looking into it, and there was a couple of interesting things. So we'll do Avengers number 8. Okay. From 64, classic Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. First appearance of Kang in his original Kang form. So many fucking A's. Okay. 190. 190. So what stuck out to me here was the first appearance of Kang was 190, but you brought up the first appearance of Rama Tut, which was 225. Yeah. Yep. So Rama Tut was the money book back then. I don't know if it was because it was earlier Fantastic Four. It's probably but, what it was. Yeah, and but it was more expensive than the Kang, dude. And you see how That's it funny. changed then, you know? So I, I thought that was pretty cool. And you know then, what's even crazier, Jay? If you just look at the next line, Wonder Man is yeah, 210. Too, crazy. You know what I mean? More expensive than Kang. Yep. So... So yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting that Rama Tut was was, you know, not much more, but thirty five dollars more than yeah. than Kang at that time. But then again, it was you know, and the books were only about a year off. The FF nineteen came out in sixty three, the Avengers eight in sixty four. So I kept going with that basically, and then we could look up all three prices when you go on GPA. And I figured why not do all the Kang books to see where they were? Well, we can't do Iron Lad and we can't more do the Scarlet Celestial. So I looked up the first appearance of Amortis as well, which is Avengers 10, which was a couple of um, yep, two right issues there. after Kang, and boom. Labeled as Amortis, right? First yep. appearance of Amortis, a different form of Kang, and at 175. So they were all pretty much neck and neck, but the Rama Tut was the money book, man. But I believe that, I, I think that has to do with more of it being an early. FF, FF book, you know? Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, because even, like, you know, obviously, if you get in the top four, but, like, if you compared five through ten versus the, um, forget, take five out of it, six through ten for Avengers versus six through ten for Fantastic Four, the prices were much higher for Fantastic Four. Right, yeah. So, I think, like you said, it's just the title. It was just anything the title. Could, anything could happen. We could see, we could see Ramatub be that money book and go higher than... than Kang's original form again, from what I've been hearing. I'm not, it, you know, it could, it could. You never know, and 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 I feel like that's probably. I think just like back then, it was. If you if you let's just say the characters are equal, if you're just saying book versus book, the Fantastic Four is probably a more desirable book, right? right. Yeah. So, um, and that's obviously what the market thought back thought as well back then. So. Uh, you want to look these up on GPA first, or is no, there another you know, one? You don't, I'm, I'm sure people know what they are now. I'm sure you know. Obviously, it ain't gonna be 192.25 yeah. and 175, 
But I, I just thought it was cool to compare the books like that and seeing that Rama Tut was more of the money book back in 1993 yep. than the original Kang. And then Amortis wasn't far behind. They were all pretty much neck and neck. So I'm just curious real I'm just curious to see uh Kang real quick, like what that's and, been and doing. I have a, just quick. I have a question with Jay. Well Matt's looking at that. Is it is it just because the Fantastic Four Uh, the idea of the Fantastic Four just held more water? Like, they were just more popular? Like, it was just like... I I think so. I think that had a lot to play with it. Because, listen, the books were only a year apart. They were both written by Stan Lee and illustrated by Jack Kirby. So there wasn't much different. It just might have been Rama Tut was a more popular character back then. But I believe it was just based on it was an early Fantastic Four book that made it you know and it wasn't much more like i said it was only 35 dollars more than the original kang but in 93 yeah, yeah. things changed i'm just curious to see it's just funny to see what moves that movie. yeah it's funny to see what moves that you know yeah well we you don't know too i you know not as much movies back then there was that cheesy fantastic four movie back in the 90s but then you had the fantastic four cartoon like who knows what, what could have drove it and back then, sure. who was thinking about Kang and Ramatut and Amortis? You know what I mean? Sure. And I would have found the other books, too. You know, uh, Scarlet Celestial and Iron Lad. But obviously, they weren't in this wizard yeah. um, t- to compare, you know? Yeah. But I figured, let me do all the Kang books. It's funny you picked the Ramatut, Matt. Yeah, yeah. Well, I kind of did that on purpose when you told me your book. I was like, you know what? Let me do Ramatut. Yep. Um, yeah, so just GPA, like... not. I was just curious to get a couple sales after um, after the movie. And, you know, a couple of them were up, not by much, uh, but it, it really hasn't dropped. I, I have a feeling this book, will you'll start to kind of see a curve either flattening or, or slightly going up because from everything I'm hearing, even people that didn't really like the movie, they say Kang, Jonathan yeah. Majors was just on another level. So I'm, And you're going to get him. He's going to be around for another two, three years. So I have a feeling that this book may just kind of stabilize. I'm not saying it's going to spike. Don't run out and buy this if you're hearing this. I'm just, I'll be interested to check in on this book again in like a month or two months or the next time we see him again. You know what I mean? What else? What else are we looking up, Jay? Or the, uh, or those all right. The so, then, so then, I'm sorry? You had another one, right? Yeah. Okay. So then I, I, I went with, you know, Warlock's my guy. We're going to see him in Guardians 3. So I went Thor 165. Which I believe is the money book for Adam Warlock. That's my Adam Warlock key. If you know my major key for Adam Warlock, but I did the same thing. I pulled all his first appearance cameos, cocoons to compare prices back then, and you'll see it, it, it changes again here. So you could see there the Thor 165, 1969. Again, Stan Lee, Jack Kirby, first fear, first full appearance of him who we all know later becomes Adam Warlock. What was also interesting about this was it's not labeled in here. It doesn't say Warlock in parentheses next to his name. And you could see it, a $45 book back then. A $45 book. So you know, I'm like, you know what's we funny all know is what that... Go ahead, go ahead. Oh yeah, we all know what that book is now. Um, we don't really have to bring in prices. So then I was like, you know what? Let me check the other Adam Warlock keys first appearance. Because it's, you know, 
depending on who you ask, uh, like, listen, some collectors believe 180 is the first appearance of Wolverine. Others believe it's 181. It's whatever you believe. I'm not here to argue with anyone. You know, it, it is what it is, but I just wanted to compare prices for you back then. So we got that. The door's 165 and at $45. So right away, I went to Fantastic Four number 67 from 1967, right? Two years previous to door 165. Again, I picked another Stanley Jack Kirby book. Um, and in there, I believe it has parentheses. It's labeled, right? This one's actually labeled. Yep, 66. 66 and 67 with 67 say says him and him. the other one says can you read that yep okay perfect so it's so it's labeled so we got the one the 165 door that wasn't labeled warlock but we got the 67 that was labeled and this was the money book back then because the door 165 was 45 dollars and the ff67 was a hundred bucks you know so pretty much doubled and that has changed now and um, it's funny, I think I think we touched on this when we were first looking at the, the wizard originally. I think, Jay, I think I picked did. it back then. Yeah. And I was going over the Warlock stuff when we first talked about this. And and it's crazy because the 165, like I said, was half what the FF67 was. So then you know how to pick the third Adam Warlock first appearance. Marvel premiere number one. Um... <laughs> My first well, book that I picked that's not from Stanley and Jack Kirby. I feel yeah, like yeah. I feel like we're in the movie Clue and, and we're running to the other rooms. But it wait. Must, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's more. So, so Marvel premiere number one, 1972, Roy Thomas and Gil Kane. Warlock is named Adam. Well, sorry. Him is named Adam Warlock by the High Evolutionary, who we're going to see too. Who I got. I, I picked that book too. We can go over that real quick. Um. On the label, what's it say, Matt? Him says, now okay, called him. Adam Warlock. Yeah, so forty yep. bucks, right? Forty bucks. So you got the sixty-five and a forty, uh, forty-five dollars from nineteen sixty-nine. The Marvel premiere from nineteen seventy-two, which was forty bucks, and then the sixty-seven, which was the money book. But that's changed now too because it's one sixty-five. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much the money book, right? That that's what I mean. That's what I didn't look up. I didn't look the GPA up on one sixty-five. Um, and FF67. Say that again? If we, if we could pull that up on GPA. Cause I'm, yeah, yeah, we could do that. I, I, I'm pretty much pretty sure. I'm 90% I'm sure the 165 in the same grade as the 67 is, is still got to be more money. Yeah, well, right? That's a good question. That's what we're going to look. Because I honestly, I don't know. But I want, you know what? It's funny because I was going to say what Guy said before. So I want to look up one more book in here to see where, where it lands on the spectrum. Because we saw that the Thor book... Even though it was much, it was much not much older, but older than the Marvel Premiere book, they were the same price. I remember looking this up, and we kind of were saying what happened with spec, and it was strange tales. Mm. Um, and it was the Warlock storyline. It was right at the end there, and those books were expensive. Where are we? There it is. So the 178 is a $30 <laughs> book, right? And all it is is the origin. So that's literally right there with that Thor yeah. and that Marvel premiere book. And a much, and I don't want to say a much, but that was a newer book, right? That, that was a couple of years later. Yep. Um, 
And this was kind of right around the time of we were getting close to the Infinity uh, Gauntlet series because this book actually spikes to like $180, I think, when the uh, $180 or, or three, it was something, it was, it was a big, big jump um, right around the time of the Infinity Gauntlet uh, comic series. So and, and, it's, and it's rare. It's very rare. And Unix is in the chat. He'll tell you, right, it's very rare to get books spiking because of comic book news. Right. But if you're a collector, it's fun. And that's where X kills it. He's always putting out the comic spec, like what's going to happen in these comics. So check his, check, definitely check his page out. All right. So let's look at 6667. Yo, BX, what up? I think right. I think an eight oh is a fair grade. Eight oh, eight oh, yeah. Okay, so last sale two eighty nine ninety day two eighty nine. Two eighty nine. That's yeah. for the sixty seven. Sixty six. I'm gonna go to the sixty seven. We'll just do. We'll just go through them quick. I have a feeling that it might be close between sixty seven and one sixty five, but let's see. Five seventy six for an eight oh. I bet you a 165 is not much higher than that. It's probably 620. So pretty close. Uh, I mean, so not so close on the two Fantastic Four books. Yep. But let's see what this is. Past it. Too far. Too far. What do you think? What do you think, guys? Where are we at for an 8 What do you think? What's this, the 134? No, this, uh, the I mean, 165. Sorry, the 165. I'm, yeah, what do you think? I'm going to say probably neck and neck, dude. Uh, it got to be a little bit higher. Oof, it actually jumped. This, this, yeah, look, this actually increased a little bit. Interesting. From from the 90 day, so a, nine, a $930 sale. Yeah, there you go. So that's funny how the market changed over time. Um. It's a big disparity between a seven five and an eight oh. Yeah. To, so to it's me, kinda listen. it's kinda hard to say, but I would say they're pretty close, those two books. Because I mean when this people, is a big jump. Yeah, right? when people ask me what's the Thor book, it's it's the one sixty five, dude. It's the cover's badass. It's that dope black cover, probably hard to get in, in, in a high grade. But that that's the Warlock book, man. They're all great books. Listen, the Cocoon's a great book, the Marvel Premiere's a great book, but that one six that, that that one sixty five is the one sixty five. <clears throat> what um. Uh, did you have another article or or guy? Oh, and, and then article. and then the last book I chose. Oh yeah, God. Of the movie hype, and since we have Thor up, was Thor one thirty four. Yeah. November sixty six again. Stanley and Jack Kirby, first High Evolutionary, first Man Beast, first uh, Fafnir. Um, triple spec, but everybody knows it's the high evolutionary that's moving this book. And this is labeled as well, even back then. Yep, first high At evolutionary. What, fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. Yeah, fifty bucks. And this the, this is the introduction of uh, Wonder Gore Mountain. So you got a you got a, a whole bunch of things going for this book. Great book to have. Um, if you look at it, kind of compared to everything around it, it's not that much higher than the rest. So it's not like they were really valuing it. Right. over the you know like it wasn't yep. a huge premium on it but there was something you know but, but so. crazy though see listen 50 bucks was still a lot of money in 90 yeah for a comic it was book. it you, was you know what sure. i mean um 
Guy, what, what were you looking at here? Uh, you got two pages that I was looking at. I was looking at page one. I don't know where you are right now. What page are you on? I'm on 98. Okay, good. So page 100, which was really cool. Um, I know Jay will appreciate this too. This is where you got into the, the Marvel trading cards that they put in here every month, which was cool. Um, along with the comic books, guys, uh, you know, I know I was gung-ho on these. Um, this is Series 3, if you go back up a little bit. <clears throat> they have Series 1 and obviously Series 2 as well. But these are the originals, these Series 1. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how That's many crazy. of these I have, but I love these things, man. Uh, and I used to look in here to see... I mean, it was just funny. Look, Wolverine is a dollar twenty-five because Wolverine was better than the rest of these guys. That they're worth twenty-five cents. Venom a dollar twenty-five. Thanos a dollar twenty-five. Go to the holograms. We can see what the holograms right, right here in the top left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. Eleven bucks each. Yeah, like oh, I geez. have, like I have the Silver Surfer one. I know that for a fact. I have the Magneto one. Um, like, like the, I have the Wolverine one. Like, you know, these are these these are the cool things because these these we went out to buy them ourselves, you know. And then you got to see how much they were worth. And it's like, obviously, everyone was doing it. You know, I don't not everyone, but I mean, I was doing it with baseball cards and hockey cards and football cards and basketball cards. And this is just like another thing added to it. I was like, oh, now I get to have comics on cards too. Yeah, awesome, dude. I used to yeah. love. You know what's cool to look at is just the the common cards, the standouts, right? The do Wolverine. That's what I Wol said. Yeah. Wol yeah, Wolverine's original costume, Silver yeah. Surfer, Thanos, Thanos, Deathlock, Ghost Venom. Rider, Ghost Rider, uh, yeah. Sabretooth, and Venom. Like, yeah, those are the standouts. We're, we're all eight, like we're all like '90s kids, like not born in '90s, but we were like kids in the '90s. These were our guys, and it shows with these trading cards, right? And it, you know, Geek pulled, he pulls out a great point on the back of those cards they used to label 180 as the first appearance of Hulk. as the first appearance which yeah. brings me to Matt if you could go back down to the price guide I'm curious to see what Wizard had in as the first appearance of Hulk whether it's 180 or 181 back in 93 I'm going to guess it's 181 because that was probably still an expensive book right there but I want to see the but price I think here. Jay I think we they changed it to be honest because if you look at Wizard 1 and then look at this one, I think it's different. I think I might be right. Well, let's see. Oh, It'd probably be on an Incredible Hulk, no? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, oh, see, they have a cameo versus full. Fuck, they were even saying it back then. That's crazy, <laughs> yeah. dude. I'm curious. I, I would love to know what it says in number one. Or when they first did the price guide. Was the price guide in number one? I think it was. Well, you'd yeah, have to that's go cool, back dude. to like Overstreet, right? To see really where the, the, the yeah, where it really started. Yeah, where it really I'll, jumped. Off. I'll finish it off with this now that you're back at the beginning. Go to page yeah. 19. Okay. Go to page 19, which I think this is one of the coolest things. Um, obviously, um, everyone has different jobs, but knowing you know what your job is, and you know I'm in sales, and you always look for <laughs> for ways to get better. And what a what a cool thing. Um, I know this sounds silly, but this is this was a marketing thing, guys. This is not a joke. It looks like it's a joke. It was not a joke. This is like a well thought out thing, and they made it like a joke. Um, it says, "Does wizard suck?" But this is this is marketing one hundred and one. This is I feel finding like this is out something what we would do. You know, like this is one hundred percent. This is finding out what the people want 
and what works. So this is this is strategic. There's no ifs, ands, or buts, in my opinion, about this. This is exactly, they knew what they were doing. And it's cool. so funny. Yeah, no, it's so funny, even the wording about what they do. Um, and they even give advice. They said, if you collect this book, um, just Xerox this this page and fill it out in pen and send it to us. Because they didn't want you to ruin the book, too. So that's advice from comic collectors telling you yeah, not to rip ab- the page out. Absolutely. Isn't that funny? funny? Yeah, that's it's right yeah. there at the bottom. Yeah. yeah, so so cool. So cool. Xerox it. That's funny. Yeah. Oh my god. There was another cool that's thing. A cool, that I, that's a cool page. That is. I that caught my eye too when I was flipping, but see look, there's the uh Warlock Resurrection. That's that's that was a big thing happening at the time. Uh there was something in here. I don't want to give it away because I, I don't want I don't want to say the wrong thing, but hold on. You uni uni X, that's all I think about, my man. Terminator. I mean, two. dude, look how dope this magazine is. Cards, comics, video games. Like, dude, power. someone needs to revive Wizard or make guys, come on, here's your opportunity in the chat. Someone with some publishing knowledge. Start putting out these books. And you know oh. what was really cool too? This was I don't the know movie, what page. I don't know what movie page and it TV is. news section. What's really cool is everybody putting their their artwork in here every month, yeah. like random, just random people, and you have like guys that are thirteen years old, guys that are thirty years old, guys that are twenty years old, like and just draw have a drawing put in there. It says their name. It says their age. Um, that was really cool to look at too because you're like, oh man, if I send something to them, if I draw something, they'll, maybe they'll put it in the book. So like that's a, that's a cool thing too. I mean, they hit a lot of a lot of points with this book, man. Oh, uh, here it is. This is funny because this this actually came out recently. So I was flipping through it and I got to the TV and movie section, and I was just kind of skimming through it and I was reading and it says, "What does it say?" Terry Mace, Mad Max, is writing the script for Columbia's Black Panther. The Wesley Snipes schedule is full for the next year or so. If he's going to do the project, it'll be sometime in 1994. Wow. He did a he did an interview with comicbook.com, I think. Because he's put he just put out a comic book. He actually had the rights to Black Panther for a while. And he said there and he said and he was doing the interview and he said it and he talked about it. And he didn't he said he didn't want to talk about it. But he said there was something that was supposed to happen that never did. So I think that's I think that's what it was. And I I'm like 99% sure here that I'm connecting the dots correctly. Um, if anybody knows what I'm talking about in the chat, put it in there. But I, ju- I saw the interview with him and he talked about that he had the rights to Black Panther. And then I saw it right at the top of the page and I was flipping through and I was like, oh my God, this is what he was talking about in that interview. And didn't happen. So. Yeah, Jay, you see what Akuma said? Yeah, that's crazy. That's Check crazy. the wizard number one. What did I tell you? <laughs> Uh, guy, what's our buddy Adam doing? Adam Barnhart, guys, comicbook.com. He posted this today uh, and thought we'd That's throw a it up for him. segue, by the way. Yeah, a little segue. <laughs> um, you can pre-order the, the, the Keepers of the Cosmos, guys. This is a badass book. Um, there's codes on there. There's cover A. Uh, what is it? Say, Matt, I can't see. Cover A1. Uh, yeah, you got one. A, uh, yeah, just the, the lunar code and the diamond code. So there you go. We, we talked about him. Uh, he did the um, 
Kickstarter. He was on here. He's been front, big friend of the channel. Yeah. Uh, hyping this book for a little while. He wrote this, you know, he owner, baby. creator owned, you know, and um, it's his baby going on sale. So if you want to show some support, actually is really good. We read a little preview of it. It's, he's a really good writer. Check it out. It's on pre-order now. It comes out in March. So congrats, Adam. Keeper, keepers of the Cosmos. That's right. Uh, what's next? King Kong, Jay. Here we go, guys. March 25th and 26th at the APA Hotel in New Jersey. It's going to be a great time. First time, it's going to be two days. Greg MTG always puts on a hell of a show. A ton of great vendors there. Our friends, Gary, Erod, Streetside, Anthony. Um, I believe Erod is taking submissions there for pressing. Um, it's always good to buy comics from him because he'll tell you exactly what's wrong with him and then he'll press them for you. So it's going to be a great time, guys. Two days is going to be dope. We'll be partying Saturday night. You know that. Sunday, we'll see what goes on. We have a ton of of awesome shit to give away guys villains hooked this up with a ton of omnibuses to be given away because we're not we're too cheap to ship them because they're so damn heavy so we got (laughs) omnis to give away we got slabs to give away we're gonna have games we're gonna walk around we're gonna talk to vendors talk to customers it's gonna be a couple of dope artists there we got zombie pets is gonna be there we got uh who else what's tom's boy's name yeah, Desjardins. Desjardins will be there. It's it's going to be a good time, guys. We'll be drinking. We'll be hanging out, having a blast. Even if you're not looking to buy comic books, come hang out. Come shoot the shit. Come talk about comic books. Let us know what you're reading, what you're buying, or what you're selling, right? I'm trying to trade. I need a Daredevil 1 in my life. So it's going to be there a great... Go. Mark, you're not far off with that, bro. You're not far off. What is he saying? Pull this. <laughs> Listen, we can't talk about that live. We can't. We can't be talking about stuff like that live. So, oh my God, that's gonna Guys, be fun. That's gonna be a gets, good time. It, it gets bigger and better every year. There's get whatnot will not be there. Um, I don't think they'll be there, right? There, at least there won't be no whatnot stands. There might be guys working for whatnot there, but nothing will be published from there. Or the only thing that's gonna be published know. from there is our channel. We got uh ton of great people going guys if if you're in the tri-state area definitely come try to spend the night because you're not gonna want to miss out on the party and it's gonna be great that's it and like jay said i i fucked it up last time but villains only <laughs> incorporated send us those those awesome i told you know i i apologize i was i was fucking out of my mind that night and i said the wrong name so big shout out to villains only i know jay gave him one already i wanted to give him a one as well um, really cool, really cool thing that he did for us. And hopefully he's going to come hang out with us at King Con as well and, and hang out at the booth and come on the live show. That'll be a fun time. Um, guy, I think we got some stuff to show off for a good cause. We do. Um, we are selling t-shirts guys. Um, all the proceeds for these t-shirts that we do sell, we're going to do pre-orders on these t-shirts they will be going to our friends up in Alaska. Aegis Comics of Alaska, they were going through a tough time this year, um, and we're trying to do our part and help out uh, 
us, Three Men in the Basement. They had their auction uh, this past Friday and raised some more money as well. They have their GoFundMe page for Aegis that obviously you can donate to that. But here is the t-shirt, guys. <clears throat> it says, obviously, Comics for All Ages, which is a nice little play on words there. Um, see what you did there, guy. I see what you, you did there. Appreciate it. Um, the shirts are awesome, guys. They're being done by um, Dave, the brother, which is who does all the shirts for most of the guys in our community. Um, Roger Levesque's brother. Um, so grab a T-shirt. T-shirts are 35, Matt. 35, 35 shipped, shipped in the U.S. Yes, sir. Going for, 35 going for a good shipped. cause. It's all going to, all guys, all the proceeds and all the profits are going to go straight towards Aegis, just letting you know. Um, we're not keeping anything. Everything goes towards them. So this is strictly a uh, charity thing. Uh, the back of the T-shirt has all the guys that were involved in making this happen. Um, all the channels that, you know, are part of our community. Um, we will have, obviously, you can reach out to us. You can reach out to three men. But if you reach out to us, uh, do it on um, Instagram or uh, pressable defects uh, email as well. Um, and then obviously, uh, we're going to be selling this print as well. This is awesome. Jay, Jay, you want to, <laughs> you want to tell him about the print Jay, because this is absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely. Our buddy and nobody that draws came up. He heard we were doing a good thing. Matt reached out to him and they had some ideas. I didn't see this till much later. Um, but he absolutely killed that. It's the last supper, but the comic book version, we got very Gary there. On the left, we got Gaiuch, we got me, we got Matty Forge, we got the legendary Stanley, we got Otto, we got Roger, we got TiVo, and last but not least, we got a gray eyebrowed E-Rod. <laughs> this looks fantastic, guys. You so it's something it. again. Well, we're gonna be getting rid. Of, we're gonna be selling these prints. Um, all proceeds are gonna go to Amy and Lou over at Aegis. I thought this was a. Uh, I couldn't have picked a better Sinet. The Last Supper of Comic Book Collectors. That came out dope, guys. Guys, to have so, this in your to have this in your personal collection, we're not going to this is a one-time shot. We're going to make these and that's it. So get them while they're hot. It's for a good cause. Um it, it, it's just awesome. It really is. Yeah, like, <laughs> like said, the Eva shirts are one of a kind, dude. That's mine and mine. Yeah, Eva's going to want money if we start printing Eva shirts. Yeah, so uh, like like I said, 25 shipped in the U.S. Um, we'll probably be selling these in person at KingCon. Um, but like, this is all everything. All the profits are going straight to them to help out the uh, help out the store, help out a good member of the community. Um, so reach out to us if you want one. If you want, it's just this is these are cool little things. They're fun. T-shirts are nice. The print's gonna be nice. It's gonna be 11 by 17. Nice big print. Um, and then you know you're you're helping out. Uh, the community here so whatever you guys want let us know in on instagram let us know on uh, pressable defects at gmail.com and we'll hook you guys up all right for a good cause i think that about does it we thought we were going to be sh uh short tonight but we actually are long on time because you know how you know how it gets we start talking and we just go we just fucking go so yeah the eva shirts we should have just sold the huge <laughs> oh oh i saw black panther too okay Quick okay. thirty-second review from Jay on a Marvel movie. This is, this is groundbreaking. I like put the him movie. Up, put, put him I, up there. I, I, I like the movie him. up until the very end. 
when you have a C-list comic book character like Shuri beat Namor. After but she not stands. only beats him, but then Namor <laughs> goes back home and tells everyone he just lost to the greatest warrior Earth has. So now where the fuck does Namor go from there? Who is he going to fight that he's going to beat now? That's what I want to know. Great movie. But Namor losing to Shuri two days after she had the Black Panther suit? Not for me, bro. He's going to go, go down in the ocean and work out I'll a little bit I'll fight more. this dude right now. Yeah. <laughs> It's gonna be I like mean, a, who's, what, it's like Rocky what, Three. What big villain is he gonna fight after taking Elder Shuri? It, it just didn't make sense to me. And, and Shuri was literally stabbed in the stomach. Yeah, I, dude, I don't know, man. I didn't like that. And then to go back to take the L and go back and tell his people, I just lost to the greatest warrior on earth, dude. You haven't even met these. War- You're gonna get your shit fucked up, dude. I don't know. That shit pissed me off. You went back mm. to Tolokan or whatever they call it. What like the like the dude that's like yo I got jumped by like three or four three or four of them and there was like one guy there yeah, <laughs> one, one guy. yeah exactly. I mean, oh that, my god it killed it for me dude it killed the whole thing for me I'm like how did this happen I like it's a very good point the guy's been fighting for thousands point. of years man <laughs> thousands of years he's been fighting this chick got one fight oh Jesus Christ she got, she got one fight under her belt. Yeah. As Black Panther. But seriously, beat. now, now, where does Neymar go from here? Who does he beat? Like, who could he beat now? Like, he's got to work. He's got to work his way back up the, the line. It's always gonna be in the back of my in, in my head. Like, what the fuck, man? Maybe he could start <laughs> off. Maybe he could start off with like I don't know, like Wanda's kids. He could start there, you know, yeah. beat them up. You know what I mean? <laughs> beat a bunch I mean, of kids bro. up. Nice. Beat a bunch of kids up. You know, nice. maybe that dude from the Apple Store in Falcon and Winter Soldier, like that's probably the dude. next level for him to get yeah. to. After that, the he's gotta work the his, kids. He's gotta work his way up. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's gotta work his way up. Memorial was great. I thought the acting was great. I thought the scenes were dope. That fight on the bridge was dope. Fight on the bridge then, was dope. And then they just hit you with the straight up Neymar L, dude. That was brutal. That the was ending brutal was cheesy. I didn't like. I didn't it's like a, the ending. Listen, when I first when I first saw him jumping through the air and doing the whoosh, whoosh, with the wing with the wings on his feet, dope. And then all of a sudden, that's what we get. Yeah. All right, boys. I'm shot. I think we're just about out of time. Um, actually, tomorrow night, me you'll see us again. Me and Jay are going to be over on Elite Comics. We're doing what they're calling a chatterbox. And let me bring it up on the screen real quick. I think I could do that. Do I know Not how to, to do that? Not to be confused still? with Chatterbait. Chat. Yes, that's what Guy will be doing tomorrow night. Way so. off. <laughs> so there you go. Tomorrow night, Chatterboxes. Uh, it's going to be at 7 p.m. Eastern on Elite Center. Elite. What is that? Elite underscore Center 11. So it's like they have two sales pages. That that page gives a little bit more comic info. So we're going to be over there. Uh, and we're going to be over there with Frank's Comics, and we're going to be doing tips on buying raw books. So there you go. Uh, so come hang out with us. Come support. That could be become like a once a month kind of thing or once every two months. So we'll see how it goes the first time around, but that'll be fun. Um, so come hang out. That'll be tomorrow night at 7, and then you'll see us again next Monday night, right? Jay, you're not going to be here though, right? You're going to be sipping and, and just catching some rays. That's it. I'll be beachbound, boys and girls. So me and Guy will see you next Monday night. Jay will see you in about two weeks, and that's it. Defects, we but, love you. But before yeah. before we head out, before we head out, let's tell these people what to do on their way out, Matt. It's a good point. Gotta. Some-
Cold keys in the future. When things start to shake up a bit, right now it feels like we're in Antarctica all over the place. So there's nothing really too cold out there, but at some point I'm sure we'll get back to that, all right?